Hello and welcome to the Impact at Home podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you the very best professional learning to help you make an impact in your school. Good morning Jane. Good morning Finn, here we are. It's another week, another podcast, another week. I don't know how these weeks go by so quickly. So I think since the last time we did one, because we've obviously had a break for Easter, yeah, we've both been jib-jabbed. We have. Which is fantastic. We've both had our vaccine. Actually, I had a really bad reaction to mine, so I'm glad that's over and done with. But it's we are on, it's called episode 37 today, but because we've had special episodes, we are actually now over 40 episodes. Yeah, I, I've lost track now. I think we're getting confusing calling episode 37. <laughs> so we've had so many additions. I know. So we are, um, we're going to have a discussion today about where we stand. Yeah. I mean, it's been quite an emotional with everything else that's gone on yeah. around we you know it's been quite an emotional um Easter holidays. Easter holidays and I think and I think part of it is just exhaustion yes. over the first over the spring term yes it's like this every you know even, even back in teaching by the time yeah. you get to the holidays you're just crawling to the end aren't you yeah. just grateful of some time where you can just relax switch off and relax a little bit Sleep. but we haven't managed to do that at all over easter no, no. which is a bit of a shame but you know needs must yeah absolutely are. but i think we are just reflecting what everybody is feeling that everybody is just really really tired and i was saying to my husband uh, yesterday that i think uh, people don't want to go back to work after the that didn't want to go back to work after the bank holiday but certainly won't want to go back to work after the easter holidays because it's like oh going back to work and it's we're back into how difficult everything is and it's uh, we don't want to be negative today but I think it's um it's inevitable that we're having uh difficulty um kind of divorcing ourselves from the kinds of things that we're finding a challenge well it's all through covid and all through all the lockdowns isn't it we've we've experienced and we've talked about this many many times we've experienced this lack of social contact has been the one the, the most difficult thing to deal with and I think that is really beginning to come to a head now as the UK is beginning to open up a little bit and mm. I know the weather's nice well saying that hasn't been good snow yes, yesterday it's, it's dry <laughs> it's dry at the moment and sunny although the, yeah. the sky is black but yes but we, we get to that that situation where we feel that everything's beginning to open up and we can start having those social contacts again I think we've just before we go back after Easter, we're still in that little bubble of yeah. frustration, I think, of yeah. is social media can be such a... Well, for many, many people, social media and Twitter particularly has been the only form of conversation yeah. that they've had outside of the people that they live yeah. with. or their Contact. Even. Contact, yes. I mean, some people who live on their own, it must have been particularly difficult that social media was an essential form of communication. And I think yeah. that you know you see it every holiday on twitter obviously we, we use twitter for business um, a lot but towards the end of each holiday twitter gets an irritable place and you know you see these they're called horrible they're called on twitter pylons and you know where where people argue with each other no resolution is found people are just polarized even more and it, it's it's it can be edu twitter a really horrible place to be can't it well it, it's it's got two facets hasn't it it's, yeah. it's a really great place fantastic wonderful when, place to be when it works how you want it to work yeah. but it can also be a horrible place. a horrible place and it does you know and I think there's there's always lots of tweets about you know be kind yeah. you know 
but I think sometimes there's that element of you know what you say what or what people say in a tweet sometimes they wouldn't say to your face they wouldn't say to your face and it's remembering that underneath all of this are people yes and we've had this conversation many times about you know we're under the handle impact wales but yeah. we are still people you know and you bear the brunt of it more than me because mm. you do the the vast majority of twitter mm. and you cannot usually tell who's doing twitter yeah. <laughs> on that morning because if yeah. it's got a very much of a literacy slant or you know yeah. very much researchy slant it's you if it's a little bit more frivolous and it's mathematical it's me yeah, yeah. and we, we do share it um i you do three days a week and i do four days a week um, but yes, it's it's been from the beginning. It's been it's been a very personal journey for me as well. I've learned what to say, what not to say, what you know, how to react on Twitter, how not to react on Twitter. And I think um, it has been an amazing tool for us. It's been a really wonderful place. But I think the reason that we decided to talk about it today is because we've had a quite a tumultuous. Easter holidays, not just with Twitter, with other um, digital communications. Well, it's been a build-up, well. hasn't it? I think over yeah. the throughout lockdown, it's. I think it's just the way we are with lockdown. It, yeah. It's just exacerbated where it was pre-lockdown. Yeah, and not forgetting, of course, that this is all happening during a global pandemic when then life is pretty challenging yeah. already. But before we kind of get into the the story of uh, uh, of Twitter for us. This, this last couple of weeks, I think it'd be really interesting to talk about the wider story of Twitter for us since we started doing it back in July of 2015, that we, we started with zero followers, literally zero followers. And we're now, I, th- I haven't checked recently. Do I you know what? I don't, I don't even think I follow Impact Wales. Which oh, is for quite goodness sad, sake, which is quite sad, isn't it? That's not odd. <laughs> well, I, I just like to say that I don't have a Twitter account. <laughs> The, the the business one that's it that's, that's it. all i yeah, have so i don't do. i don't do yeah, yeah. yeah i don't do twitter uh for myself but so we, we've got i think we've got about thirty three thousand followers now which is um, well, it, it, a bit, bit just weird just six years yeah that's it's pretty good isn't it but we we've noticed that over the last um well the last year it used to be that we'd get around about 30 40 percent of our work from Twitter and the rest would be um, other means, you know, personal contacts and um, events and things like that. But now I would say about about 80% of our work is coming, new work is coming from Twitter or there's a Twitter element to it. So somebody might say, oh, yes, I, you know, you worked in a school down the road or this, that and the other. And I've listened to your podcast or, you know, I've had a number of people. Yeah. The school's contest after the podcast, which is Which is, we're always surprised about that. But we've had the most amazing opportunities through Twitter because you can talk to anybody um, at any level. And also been introduced to some of the most amazing people. Absolutely. And some of the people on Twitter are just so generous and so so willing to give and so amazing. I mean, just just a few that I can think of. Uh, We've had um, some really interesting dis- discussions with I mean we've had the opportunity to speak to Kirsty Williams the education minister who we made contact with through um, Twitter we've had uh, the opportunity to talk to some amazing uh, researchers Daisy Christodoulou Lucy Crean Lucy Crean yes uh, we've had really amazing discussions it's interesting three women there it is isn't it um Jared oh yes we 
amazingly had the opportunity to talk to uh, Jared and Joe, who uh, Jared and Joe Horvath, Cooney Horvath, who um, they are, uh, well, Jared is a neuroscientist and his brother Joe works with him on his, um, his company. And that was an amazing opportunity mm. to talk to him about neuroscience and how that uh, makes a difference to learning. But we've also been invited to Paris in October. Oh la la, we have. <laughs> to talk at a, a research symposium about uh, sketchnoting, which uh, I'm personally very excited about. And Paris for years, so that would be really exciting. But you know, it's... let's hope we've still got international travel at that point. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will be a bit gutted yeah, if yeah. it ends up being virtual. But anyway, so you know, it, it has brought us a lot of work, a lot of opportunities. It's opened the door to us for new learning for us as well. I'm constantly learning through Twitter and it enables us to share directly with our, um, our, our schools, our teachers, our, you know, but no, senior but leaders. Not, but not also, but not just things that we've been developing and working on. It's also mm. sharing things that, that we see that are useful, yeah. that will have that impact in with 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 teaching yes being generous across is a really the whole important twitter sphere isn't it it's you know being able to retweet things that are, we think yeah. are really important or really useful or articles that that we think you yeah. know it's just to, to to start to stimulate those conversations so that's the wonderful side of twitter the not so wonderful yeah. side of twitter can be very difficult to deal with and i think that um words are really important and, and sometimes they are a little sort of window onto what might be going on for somebody and I know that as you mentioned before that people will often say things on social media that they wouldn't say to you um, in person and like you say that we are you know our, our avatars our company logo so you know the number of times that we've been met with oh is it just the two of you are you sure yes it's just the two of us you know people see us as a a large organization and we're not that when you have people talk to you about or or demand things from you I think that's the thing that I find most difficult to de deal with is when people make demands of you on Twitter to justify why you have a certain um, why you've done things in a certain way why you said a particular thing and have maybe misunderstood or have a particular agenda that they want to yeah they want to promote their agenda it actually gets really really difficult to to say I don't want to have this conversation at yeah. half past 10 on a Friday night but by simply withdrawing from the conversation you send a particular message mm. so it's actually really difficult to say I don't want to do this yeah. it's where would we be on Twitter with our emojis oh yeah how different would that be <laughs> yes. I mean some of those emojis that are used yeah. either lighten or yeah Memes, memes, memes yeah, are fantastic abs as well. Absolutely, but I think it had been all came to a head yesterday as well, didn't it? When we had a, we had an email quite late last night, which was, you know, about our our Matthew effect yeah. sketch note. I thought it was really great. So th this this person who emailed us yesterday to say that they were very 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 disappointed with us taking a parable from the Bible and misconstruing it and putting it out there, uh, and and shedding a. A, a negative light on on the bible i thought it was really interesting that the second sentence was we recognize that you did not coin this term and i was like yeah. well okay but, so if we didn't coin yeah. it maybe go so to stop the there and don't, yeah. yeah 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 so that did make us feel a bit nerdy yesterday yeah yeah i think um 
it, it's like when you have, you know, a thousand positive things and one negative thing, and that one negative thing is at a time when you, maybe yeah. you're not feeling great yeah. either, you know, you're feeling rubbish from the vaccine or whatever it happens to be. It's actually very, very difficult. But because, because we are a large organisation, because we feel we have a responsibility to the teachers, the senior leaders, the children that we're supporting through our work, we take it really, really seriously. Yeah. And very, very personally, this is our baby that we want well, to do the right thing. At the end of the day, it's it's our company name mm. and it's our livelihood. Yeah. So so we wanted to take this opportunity to kind of say, you know, what do we stand for? What what is what is our use of Twitter all about? And I think it, it, it goes back to our company name. Yeah. You know, it is about having impact. And if what we say and what we do isn't having an impact on learning if it isn't making be things better for children in school for teachers working with those children then it's not something that we want yeah. to carry on doing we want to make sure that we we're providing strategies and support and ideas based on what what the research tell us is the best bet for learning and, and i think we've you know by introducing the podcasts and i think our last was it our last one or the one before that mm -hmm. we were talking about you know yes we do change the way that we feel and think about mm -hmm. things that are out there you know but it's all only through because learning we, yeah because we're constantly learning you know if if we took a position and then we stuck with that position and that was it then we wouldn't be a very good company no. we have to constantly be reevaluating yeah. and and thinking about and learning from and deciding is this good enough so i think where we currently are is that we feel it's um we we are centrists we, we're not we're not one side of the fence or the other we're not traditionalists we're not uh, progressives we we recognize that there is value in many things in many areas and actually it's the right thing at the right time that's yeah. more important yeah. but it's it's being able to be skilled enough to recognize yeah when is the right time yes and how to do it because we're always thinking about what's next and we're always thinking about what people actually need i mean that's why we've got an advisory board i would say half of whom actually came from twitter as yeah. well the other half obviously from real life <laughs> but the the i the, think the, i think the others do have a real life as well they do have a real life yeah it was a joke <laughs> but the um thinking about what people need. I mean, that's that's part of why we do Twitter because seeing how people respond to what's in the news, you know, what the politicians yeah. are saying or how they feel a particular thing. It doesn't mean always that what they say is what what's actually going on, but digging down and thinking about well, how, why might somebody be thinking that? And, you know, we've got lots of examples of things that we saw or heard or understood were going on on Twitter and then thinking about okay so if that's what's going on what's going to be needed next and what what does the research tell us about what might be the best it's, way of it's the that? emotional intelligence yeah side of it of, yeah. of looking at Twitter and it's not taking things at face value yeah it's reading that little bit more into you know how people are feeling yes and why they might be yes. tweeting as they're tweeting or responding to us and very often when we look back at our tweets it's like oh yeah we were in this mood when we tweeted <laughs> that we can you know we can tell, we can yeah. tell yeah but it's it's having that that perspective yeah of twitter and i and i know twitter isn't representative of the whole mm. of education mm. it's like this mm. little microcosm of 
a very intense it's very intense it is very intense and i think there it goes back to the to the fact that even those who we call the the edu celebs those at the the, the pinnacle that who've got 80 many thousand followers yeah. you know i think they must be experiencing twitter in a very similar way mm. that you know i think the further the more followers you get mm. the more polar opposites of support you and, and criticism criticism you will get yeah on twitter because we do get an awful lot of very very positive yeah um support on twitter and that is really yes that's yeah. fantastic or off please yes yeah but i think also when you when you get to a point of you know the kind the number of followers that we've got you know we are um currently because we don't have really have an education minister as such at the moment we are are have in a position where we are the loudest voice on on Twitter in terms of education in Wales, mm -hmm. full stop. Yeah. And that comes with it responsibility. You know, we can't have, we can't tell someone to jog on or, you know, to, to do one or something like that. We can't, you know, because we have a responsibility. We have to make sure that what we're doing and what we're saying um, is professional and um, effective and considerate and, um, you know, well, yeah, you know, actually takes into account well, what does this person need? How can I best help them? You know, it, it, we're, we're, it's an uneven pay, playing field for us because we're not at liberty to respond personally. We have to respond yeah. in a way that, that sets a tone for our business. Yeah. So I, I think that was why we wanted to, to talk about this today, because we've got lots of examples, as I was just saying, about um, things that we saw happening through our interactions on Twitter. And we then thought, well, what can we actually do about it? And a, a really uh, a nice example that happened quite, it was probably sort of the summer, wasn't it? It was about social distancing, people going back to work yes. in schools, um, but in a socially distant way. And that, that brought with it quite a lot of unexpected um, scenarios didn't it? in terms of um, if you are standing two meters away from your pupils at all times, what can't you do? Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things as well with Twitter that we try to be, we try to have support and things that will really make a difference. Mm. They're ready when people recognize mm. that that's what they need. Yes, it's exactly. It's trying to be that one step ahead. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's yes, it's, it's responding to things before people even realize that that is yeah. what they need. So the social distancing, it was all about thinking about how can uh, teachers make real contact with the children in their class through the language that yeah. they use, the, the kind of questioning that they use and, and thinking about um, using the research about questioning and feedback yeah. and how that could work in a digital It's It's identifying well. which elements, which pedagogy yeah. really people need to focus on for the, for the, time that they're in within the classroom so yeah thinking about what's important at that time and i'm sure things are going to be different again when schools go back now next week yeah you know going to the summer term and i know and i know there's many colleagues in secondaries who've who haven't had an easter easter break because yeah. they've been doing their uh, cdgs yeah you know and where what's the situation going to be when yeah. we get into the summer term what what are teachers going to need and how can we best support those that situation and you know thinking of another thing that we thought about long and hard was um, when teachers were uh, having to teach remotely and when they were using blended learning options 
what was it that they needed to help them understand how that would best work and we did an awful lot of work looking at um what was happening in china with completely online learning it's not about the tech no it's about what you do with it absolutely so it was looking at all of the research you know going to webinars ourselves where um looking at you know schools in southeast asia (laughs) and what they were doing at the time and what they had learned from it and and pulling together all this information and we recognized fairly quickly that high quality instruction if you're if your teaching was going to be limited to a a medium that took out all of the nuances of being face to face then how would that work how could, the best? Be, how could you still make a difference yeah, yeah. so we, we ran a lot of webinars on that we did a lot of resources online we had a lot of our resources now uploaded to impact plus that that people could go and have a look at then of course that we've moved on from yeah. that to but a certain extent but as we i think as we went into this into the autumn term i think mm. learning loss i can't even say it's funny learning loss became the yeah. latest buzzword and it was that identification of okay where are our pupils now and what can we do to support them and i think that possibly that's where we're going to be going in the summer term yeah and it's not about catch up and we've talked about this many many no. times and i know lots of the political parties we can't at the moment, catch up to the past yeah no there are lots of political parties at the moment are talking about catch up yeah and it's not no well it's it's easy see this is the other thing with digital communication you know sometimes the easiest way of saying things is not necessarily the best way of saying saying it but yeah talking about learning loss and I think it's so much wider than learning loss it's a a loss of experience it's a loss of it's a loss of uh life experiences isn't it and it's you know talking to Jared Cooney Horvath particularly about this and his work on the learning trajectory and using neuroscience to um, ensure that learning actually works really made us understand it kind of helped us to slot everything that we've been thinking yeah. neatly into a, a really clear schema yeah. was that it really isn't about knowledge or um, you know it's not the, the traditional knowledge driven or the inquiry learning discovery learning on the other side progressive it's not one or the other it is both they both yeah. that's why this it's conversation balance, has gone yeah. on for so long because nobody can win because they're both right yeah you know it's the, it's the right thing at the right time and so you know we want to go back to we are impact we are about the right thing at the right time centrism moderation you know we're not all out on one particular type of learning or one particular pedagogy or one particular way of doing it same with curriculum for Wales we're not you know we're not peddling peddling is a pejorative word I shouldn't use that we're not selling something that is about a quick fix of getting it done we're about doing the right thing yeah we're about doing you know high integrity but making sure that whatever we do is completely sustainable because because there is only the two of this we don't want to just sell um, you know more and more training we want to actually say what do you need let's give you the tools to do it for yourself so we can walk away and work with someone else but it's also getting it right for the climate we're in now yes also with an eye on where we're going yeah post, yeah post 2022 because we're yeah. saying it again we're not catching up with the past we yeah. are actually preparing for the future and that is a different future to what we expected it is and it's probably a different future to what we're expecting right now you know it's very very difficult to look into the future and say what will it be like but we have to we have to I mean that's one of the things actually that 
I think I have struggled with the most is, is because of work is having to listen to the news, having to look at the yeah. the data I mean you look at the data still I don't look at the data anymore I love a bit of data yeah but I'm quite happy for you to just but tell we, me about but it. this time last year we wouldn't have said we were still here no having the same discussions mm. you know we're still talking about pupils back in school next week yeah social distancing masks yeah in fact masks were even on the agenda this time last year I know I know you I know, actually subscribed to on Twitter uh one year ago a covid one year yeah, ago account yeah. and it's fascinating to see where we were last year yeah but it's having to look at all of that news and data and you know predictions from a business perspective yeah it's very difficult it is it? quite difficult sometimes because actually sometimes you just want to ignore yeah. everything and not think about it and very often what what we want to do and what we need to do as a business yeah is i'm not conflicting is the wrong word but it's a different thing to what we need to do for schools and we we mm. often just sit there and say well you know we do what's right for pupils at the heart of it yeah so if it doesn't fit with the business we don't do it yeah and i think to be fair there are very very few few things that actually would have made good business sense but not good sense yeah, yeah. for for schools but yeah there there have been times when we've had to make really difficult decisions that we've been asked to do something and we've had to say well, you know that's probably not, not the best yeah. way to do it and the number of very difficult video calls we've had where you have to get people to a point where they understand that actually what they've asked for is probably not such a great idea <laughs> but that that's but you're very good at that thing oh okay <laughs> <laughs> handy um so can I, can I just say though that that one podcast we did with jared yeah was been one of our most popular so if you Absolutely. haven't listened to that one i suggest you go back yes and have a listen to because it does i know we're talking about it and we talk about it a lot yeah and if you haven't listened to it you don't know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah so yeah, go and have a listen answer. to it I, I think it was two episodes ago I, i'm not sure but yeah. it's obviously yeah. you, can, you can see yeah. it we've we've linked him into it um and we are actually having a, a meeting uh with the two of them in the next few days to talk about which was a challenge because it's oh, again yeah. it's arizona and melbourne melbourne and then we had to factor in the fact that we had British Summer Time. So I think there's probably like 23 different, 23 hours difference between uh, the three of us. So that would have been a fantastic numeracy GCSE question. Yeah. I've just spent the last week or so writing GCSE questions so they come out of me here. So that would have been a really great one. So I should have included that one. Yeah, should have But yes, we're, we're, with any luck, we're going to be uh, doing some more work with Jared and his brother. And actually, yeah, yeah that, that's really exciting. Um, but going back to the podcast we're doing something different next week aren't we in terms of uh, our podcast because we are you know in the run-up to the elections here in wales obviously if we've got lots of listeners that are outside wales so we're running up we're we're looking at a very specific um podcast around the manifestos and the ideas for education in particular mm. well only only education from our our main well the three main political parties because as as we speak at the moment we still haven't got the, the, the conservatives Four. yeah uh, to join us but so we, we've recorded the three they're, yes they're already in the bag we have podcasts coming up with heaven david from uh labor welsh labor uh we've got sean greyclean from uh applied cymru and we have steve Aichler from uh, the Welsh Liberal Democrats. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be um, publishing uh, 
a podcast for each of those people on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday of next week. So you've got loads of podcasts coming your way uh, for next week. And then on the Friday, shorter ones, shorter ones yeah, I think they're only about 20 minutes or so. And then on Friday of next week, we're going to be rounding them all up um, with an analysis on the Friday. But at this point, we should say um, that we're not endorsing any one of them, are we? No, but it was just really useful to have a discussion with all of them. Yeah. Um, and we asked them the same questions. Yes. So we, we're kind of providing, hopefully, as objective uh, a view of uh, how the parties are preparing for the challenge of education after May the yes. 6th uh, with the new assembly. Um, and we're looking at their key pledges um, for education in particular and what they are looking to do with things like, well, I mean, we looked at two key areas, which was um, COVID. COVID, the impact yeah. of COVID on children's learning, for particularly the disadvantaged, and curriculum for Wales, because those two things we feel are probably indicative of education yeah, But we, we did also, because we, we're looking at this from the perspective perspective of the teacher profession yes. we looked at professional learning yes as part of that as well and I think yeah. that that was well this is it I mean this is this is not really a podcast for parents or or children in in Wales although they probably would find it useful or interesting this is much more about what this is going to mean for teachers for schools what they're going to be asked to do what resources they're going to have available how they might be asked to work what they the the professional learning landscape is going to look like so this is about you, our listeners, getting an opportunity to understand what the key parties are um, pledging for education and potentially which one you want to vote for. And as I say, we, we're uh, trying to be as objective as possible in this. It is difficult because you can't help being who you are. But, you know, we're trying to be very objective and just just set out uh, what the three parties are doing. So that's coming up next week. So Exciting. Interesting. Yes, indeed. So, um we're going to leave you there for today. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. You can find us online at www.impact.wales. You can also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Impact Wales. On Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales. And on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.